and thank you for joining us for this week's sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnet, Illinois. This is a sermon for January 12, 2020, The Baptism of Our Lord. The sermon is entitled, Trading Places, and is based on the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. It was preached by Pastor Mike Hannell. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and the actions of our lives be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Let's make a deal. Storage wars. Pawn stars. Have you seen any of those shows? They're all kind of different. They have a lot that's different about them, but in my mind, they're really all very similar. Uh, if you think about it, they all kind of entail starting with something not very good, or at least something that you're not really satisfied with, hoping that by the end you have something that is of great worth, a great treasure. It's all about that big trade, about trading up in life. It fits well, it entertains us, because it that story, that story of rags to riches, of, of somebody turning something that, that is not worth very much or something very little into something that is a lot, that pulls us all in. We would all like to imagine ourselves in that same position. Imagine if the story were the opposite. Can you imagine being entertained, watching somebody trade something of great value for something that's worth hardly anything at all. It's not very entertaining. Maybe once or twice, but then, boy, that's kind of a downer. That's kind of depressing. I mean, can you imagine in real life if you took your brand new car to the car dealer and exchanged it and got, of equal value, a clunker? Or if... You waited a long time in line at the grocery store. You get to the front, and you decide, oh, I think I'm going to wait in line a little bit longer. And so you go to the end of the line. Who does that? That doesn't make a lot of sense. And yet, that idea of somebody trading something of high value, giving that up and instead taking something that is basically worthless. That's the story of our gospel reading today. That's the story of Jesus' baptism. That's what that is all about. It's all about Jesus, who gives up his place, gives up his identity, the true Son of God, the sinless one, and instead he trades places with Israel. He trades places with sinners. He trades places with you and me. He gives up his place. And what does he get in return? A life of suffering, right? It ultimately is going to lead to the cross. Jesus doesn't do this to gain anything for himself, but we gain everything for it, from it. So Jesus trades places with sinners. If you understand that, you get Jesus' baptism. See, John was at the Jordan River baptizing people. Who was he baptizing? He was baptizing sinners. 
Come and be baptized. Why? For the forgiveness of sins. Repent of your sins. And so the people of Jerusalem and, and Gal of, and Judea, they were all coming out to John to be baptized. Except there was another group of people. Pharisees and Sadducees also came out. And this happens just before our reading today, but John is a little bit puzzled by it. Because the Pharisees and the Sadducees, these are the religious leaders. Uh, They thought themselves very special. In fact, John knew something was wrong. He knew that these people, they said that they were the sons of Abraham. They were the true Israel. And so they wouldn't associate with the common everyday sinners that were coming out to be baptized. John saw right through them and called them out. These Pharisees and Sadducees didn't want to be baptized because they thought for themselves only the places of honor. To be baptized by John was no honor. That was to admit that you were just like everyone else, that you were a sinful person. But in our reading, somebody else comes. Somebody else comes to the Jordan River. Jesus comes. And this is a great and exciting thing for John, but it also confuses him because Jesus is coming to be baptized. Jesus. Jesus, the true Son of God. Jesus, the Messiah, is coming to be baptized? Well, that doesn't make sense because who is being baptized? Sinners. That's not who Jesus is. Jesus doesn't have any sin to repent of. And so that's why John tries to stop him. And John says, Jesus, I'm the one who needs to be baptized. But Jesus, who is really the one who deserves that place of high honor, Jesus, who is the true VIP, he didn't come to be that kind of Jesus. He didn't come to be this king He came to be a servant. Jesus came, as he said, to fulfill all righteousness, which is kind of a fancy way of saying he came to accomplish his father's will. And Jesus' father's will was that Jesus came not to condemn the world, but to save the world. And this is how Jesus was going to save the world that Jesus would save the world by taking the place of sinners. See, in Advent, leading up to the Christmas story, you remember how that angel comes to Joseph and says, Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child that is growing in her, that child is the Son of God. That child will save his people from their sins. That's why you should call his name Jesus. And so that child is born. That child is given the name Jesus. But where are we in the story now? Something like 30 years have passed. And has Jesus saved his people? Not not really. But here, Jesus' baptism marks the beginning of that ministry, of how Jesus will save his people. Here we are given that picture of how that salvation will be accomplished, and what is it that we see? 
Jesus will save his people by taking their place, by trading places with them. See, the story doesn't end here. It has so much more to go. But this part of the story is ultimately pointing us right to the cross. Because there on the cross, Jesus completes that ministry. There on the cross, Jesus dies as a sacrifice. Jesus dies in our place. Jesus dies as a sinner, even though Jesus has no sin. Jesus takes our place. Jesus receives our punishment. That's how the story is going to play out. That's what Jesus' ministry is all about. That's how Jesus saves us. That's the bigger story. But every story has a beginning. And here at Jesus' baptism, that beginning is made clear. That beginning points us clearly to the cross to explain what the cross is all about. See, it's because Jesus takes our place because he trades places with us that we are a people who can live with great joy and great hope. See, because Jesus trades places with us, when you have some trouble at work, because maybe you don't do all of the right things, maybe you mess up, maybe your boss gets angry with you, you can know that even then, Because Jesus trades places with you, you have forgiveness. That there is forgiveness for all of the things that we do that aren't right. Because Jesus trades places with you. That even when sin enters into some of the closest of our relationships, even into our family, and there is conflict and trouble, that there can be restored relationships. Jesus not only forgives us, but teaches us how to forgive others. See, because Jesus trades places with you, you can know that even when sickness comes, even when death steal, even when old age steals the power of our bodies, more and more aches and pains, more and more sickness, that nevertheless we have hope. Because there will come that last day when Jesus promises us the resurrection of the dead, that our bodies will be made new, that our bodies will not suffer from sin anymore, will not suffer from sickness and brokenness anymore. This is the promise that we have because Jesus trades places with us. And in our baptism, we have the chance to remember That Jesus took our place at his baptism. So in our place, we take his. In our place, we receive all of those blessings that Jesus gave up for us. It is there at our baptism that we remember that we too are called the children of God. That the heavens are opened. We may not see it, but the heavens are opened and the Holy Spirit descends on us. And God says about each of us, you are my child. I love you. With you, I am well pleased. It's not that we are perfect. It's not that we have a great treasure. Indeed, we have nothing. We only have our sin. 
But there in baptism, we are joined to Jesus, joined to his life, joined to his death, joined to his resurrection. We trade places and we receive those gifts that Jesus gives us. This is not something that's easy for a lot of Lutherans to do. But at every service we begin, and we begin in the same way, we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We begin with those words of our baptism to remind us that God calls us, that God gives us his gifts, to remind us that we are his children, that we gather around his gifts, that we are forgiven. And as we say those words, we have the chance to remember our baptism, to remember our baptism in a very simple way. As we say those words, you can make the sign of the cross on your head, across your body, to remind you that you are God's child. See, some people aren't comfortable with that. Some people think, eh, it's a little too Catholic for me, but it's straight out of the small catechism. It's straight out of what Luther says to remind us of the gift of our baptism, to remind us, yes, I am God's child. No matter what happens today, I know that this is true, that I am God's child, and because of that, I am an heir to all of God's promises. Because of that, I am an ambassador, an ambassador of of that life of Jesus, of his forgiveness, of his love. Because of that, I am a testament to the truth. The truth of what happened at Jesus' baptism, but the truth of what happened at my baptism as well. That Jesus traded places with me, a sinner, so that I could stand in his place. I said we enjoy the story of rags to riches, of people who have nothing that suddenly have everything. I guess in a way it's not a dream. It's the truth. We are that because of Jesus, because of what he has done, because he has given up everything to give it to you and to me. Not because we deserve it, but because of his love and because of his grace. What a wonderful thing that Jesus would trade places with sinners like you and me. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and risen Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnet, Illinois. You can find this and other podcasts by going to stpaulslutheran.net and choosing an option at the top of the page. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.